0: You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. So last week I started a message uh, or a series that I titled... Uh, take the plunge, and I started the series with a uh, 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 the thrust or the centerpiece of Jesus as our example. Jesus, as he was going to begin his ministry, he went to the Jordan River to get baptized by John, and that John in the Bible was John the Baptist. And so Jesus made the initiative to go out there and get baptized. And, and John the Baptist, when he came to him, when Jesus came to John the Baptist, because everyone was coming to John the Baptist, the, the, all of Jerusalem, the Bible says in, in that chapter of Matthew chapter 3, all of Jerusalem was coming to John the Baptist to get baptized and, and uh, people from the region of, the, of, the, of Judea and then uh, all along the Jordan River, people were coming in droves, coming to get baptized because there was a heart that was being stirred by God in people to repent or to turn away from their lives and to, to get right with God. So all these people were coming. And so then Jesus comes to John, and, and John says, I, I can't baptize you. I'm not worthy. I'm not even worthy to untie your Nikes. I'm not worthy to untie your Adidas. I, I am just not that person. And, and Jesus tells them something that's very important. He says, this must be done to fulfill all righteousness, this is going to fulfill the righteous things of God. And, and when, he, when, when he said that, what, what, what he was implying was that the righteousness of God has to come to give us righteousness for our own selves. And Jesus, who was truly righteous, perfectly holy, never sinned. He took on the identity of sinful man. Not that he had sinned, but he took on the identity of sinful man. Why? To fulfill all righteousness. So that we would take on his identity. And and, and what stands out about his example, and this is very important that you should write it down or you should remember it Jesus, before he started his public ministry, he got baptized. Before he ever spoke a word to a multitude, before he ever uh, fed 4,000 and fed 5,000, before he ever did anything, he got baptized. Now that says something to me because I have ministry that we that I do not only in church, but with my family, with my with with people in the community, with people in the schools. Every one of us has ministry that we have to, we have to uh, follow up on, that we have to do through the power of God. We minister to our friends, we minister to our, our, our family, your children, your Your grandparents, your parents, all these things. And it tells us that baptism is so important because Jesus got baptized before he ever went into ministry. The second thing that that I see is Jesus, before he ever went to, uh, he was driven into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Before he ever went out and faced the devil, he got baptized. In fact, chapter 4, the very first verse says the Holy Spirit led Jesus out to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted, and he was tempted by the enemy. Now, let me tell you something. When we walk out of these doors, the enemy is going to try to destroy us. Let me tell you something. When you're in these doors, the enemy is trying to destroy us. Now, baptism was very important to Jesus And it's very important to us because I can't even start my ministry until I get baptized. I can't even face the devil until I get baptized. There's something special that happened when he got baptized. The second thing that I I hope you remember from last week, and if if you don't, write it down. John tried to talk Jesus out of it. There will be people that will come into your life that will try to talk you out of the things of God. John said, you know, I can't baptize you, Jesus says. You have to, to fulfill our righteousness. There will be people that will tell you, you don't need to be baptized. I was raised up as a child in a denomination where where they baptize infants, where they baptize babies. When I became born again, I uh, I was reading through the scriptures. I was reading, and I saw everyone that believed, everyone when they believed, they got baptized. They were all adults. They all were at age of accountability. And so I was reading, I was reading, and I told my wife, I need to get baptized. When I talked to family members, I said, I'm going to get baptized. But you got baptized when you were a baby. I said, no, I didn't get baptized when I was a baby. I could not walk and say, I I want to be baptized. I wasn't even talking. (laughs) I wasn't even talking. They took me and they dedicated me to the, to the service of God. And, and, you know, I'm not knocking on, on a denomination. I'm, not saying, I'm just saying we have to follow what the Bible says. As Christians, we got to follow what the Bible so, says. So religion will keep you from getting baptized. You might have been raised up and you say, well, my mom, she followed this, this denomination. My dad, they followed this. And I, I, I can't do it. I just can't, I just can't do it. But why are you going to go against something that Jesus tells us to do? It was a big step for I went and I got baptized. And, and not only not only did the, the Lord, not only did He say get baptized by His Word, but I went back to Lordsburg, New Mexico, where I grew up, and I thought I was something in my own mind. You know how you get you create fa- fantasies in your mind. I thought I was something great in my own mind. And the Lord humbled me. And hum- humility is good, amen. And so this is what happened. I went to a very small church, this small church where where Say, a year before that, I would think, these people are crazy. You know, these Christians are crazy. They, get, they raise their hands when they praise and all this stuff. They're crazy. B, I'm talking BC, okay? Don't, don't look at me like. But the Lord said, I want you to go, go to that church. And the, the pastor made an invitation for people to come up. And the Lord prompted my heart, and he said, go up. And I was like, no way. You go up, Lord. <laughs> I ain't going to go up in front of these people. They're going to go tell everybody in Lordsburg. They're going to go tell all my friends, all my family. This guy went up, and he walked. Go up. No. I don't want to. Why, why, why was I struggling? Because sometimes people will try to talk you out of it. guess what I did I got out of my seat and everyone looked and I walked down that aisle with about 25 people around big church and I said I need Jesus now I had already be prior to that I had already said Lord I need you in my life I want to walk with you but he said go up now and I got water baptized. What am I saying to you? I'm saying there's someone in here that you're not getting baptized by immersion, biblical immersion, because of someone trying to talk you out of it. It could be religion. It could be, it could be a family member. It could be uh, friends. It could be peers. Whatever it is that's trying to talk you out of it, Jesus is our example. John the Baptist tried to talk him out of it. Now, what happened when Jesus went up there and got baptized by John, when John did the baptism? The heavens opened up. And there was a celebration. The Father spoke from heaven, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Now, I want you to think about that. If Jesus, if this happened to our Lord and Savior, and when we put our faith in him, he's very, 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 very very excited and happy. What do you think is going to happen to every person that gets in that water? The heavens are opened up. And the father says to the son who's seated at the right hand of the father now, aren't we well pleased that they're trusted in you? Aren't they well, aren't we well pleased and there's a party going on in heaven and there should be a party going on on earth. Why didn't I ask Steve to do one more song? First of all, so I could ruffle his feathers. Second of all, is we can't put God in a box. See, we have too much Christianity if we put God in a box. Let's do, let's do this, this way, and Lord, if you want to work, you know, fit into our category. And God says, I do things my way. You see, God wants to change your life, but he's he's not going to change your life your way because the reason that your life is a mess is because you've been doing things your way. God's going to change your life, and he's going to do it his way. And so Jesus, who's perfect, who never sinned, came to the earth, born of a virgin, waited till 30 Before he started his public ministry, and before he started his public ministry, he went to the Jordan River and got baptized by immersion. There's someone in here. The Lord is calling you. He's knocking on the door of your heart, and he's saying, come, come, I'll change your life forever. That's just my introduction right there. I want to talk about my second part, experience baptism. Experience baptism. And if you don't mind, in your bulletin, there's a memory verse. Pull that memory verse card out if you don't mind. And please wave it in the air, like if you really do care. That's something we do. there. I'm going to read it, okay? It says, We have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. I want you to join me as I read it again. We have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. Now I want, I want to say it together one more time and I want, to, I want to hear you because we really mean this, right? We have been buried with him through baptism into death so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. Now Paul, okay, Jesus got baptized, Uh, then from that, his ministry started, from that moment his ministry started, he began to baptize, his disciples began to baptize, now Paul comes along later, he was the enemy of the church, he becomes a proponent of the church, he begins to move all over the world and, and, and preach the gospel, and he wrote most of the New Testament, He gets to the place. He's writing to the the church in Rome, and he writes this passage. He talks about the importance of baptism. We have to understand the importance of what God has given us to do. Because if it's important to God, it's important to us. So before we go into the points, I've got four quick points that I'm going to talk about. Before we go there, I want to to look at the context. I always tell you guys, don't pick a verse and just go by that verse. You want to see what does it mean? What does it say? Let's look at the context that's revolving uh, Romans 6, 4. We're going to start at uh, uh, Romans 6, verse 3, 3 through 6. Romans 6, verse 3. We're going to go up to 6. And we're going to read that. And it says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death. So here's the thing. In baptism, something awesome happens. When you believe in Jesus, something awesome happens. You become united with Christ. Everything about God begins to flow through us. It's such a beautiful thing. Uh, It says, for we have become united with him in the likeness of his death. Certainly, we shall also be in the likeness of his, say that word with me, of his The grave doesn't have power over us. The grave doesn't have any power over a Christian. When we approach death, it's so hard, but when you're a Christian, you know that we have hope. Verse six, knowing this, that our old self, tell someone, my old self, I'm not there anymore. That our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. Notice of may, God gives us a choice. We can or we cannot, right? You're not forced into sin. We have a choice. We We got the power of the Holy Spirit that flows through us. I could preach on that, but we're preaching about baptism. Okay, so let's look, at four, let's look at four points, okay? Point number one. I want to impart this. I want to bring this in because it's so important. Point number one is that baptism is a command. Baptism is a command. And every command that Jesus has given us is for our own good. How many of you know that when Jesus tells us to do something, it's for our own good? Remember this, Jesus fulfilled the law. He fulfilled all the commandments. He fulfilled everything. He said, I didn't come to abolish or destroy the law. I came to what? To fulfill the law. But at the very end of his ministry, at the very end when he was about ready to go to the Father, he told the disciples, he said, he said several things, but one of the things that he said, he said, um, a new commandment I give to you, and that commandment is for you to love one another. Is that a good command? He wants the church to love one another. When the church is at each other, when the church is, 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 is taking each other to, to places, to court and things like that, that's not God. When, when, when Christians are, are talking about each other and they're taking sides, that's not God. A new commandment Jesus gave us for us to love one another. And then he, it goes on uh, uh, for baptism. I want to talk about baptism. Baptism is not for salvation, but because of it. Because you believe in Jesus, you get baptized. Notice that Jesus called every disciple. When he called the disciples, he would say what? Two words. What would he say to the disciples? Follow me. Three words. Come, follow me. Come, join us. Follow me. That's what he did to every person that's a Christian. Come, follow me is our example. Now, Jesus gave this great commission. And this is exactly what the church should be all about. This is why we should be bringing friends. That's why we should be bringing people to Jesus. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Notice, making disciples comes before baptizing them. Go and make disciples, right? Go call them. Go bring them. Go minister to them. Go love on them and let them ask you, what what do you have? And tell them, Jesus has a plan for your life. He can change your life. I was messed up. I'm still a little bit messed up, but God's done a lot of work. Go and make disciples. And after the disciples are made, then what happens? You baptize. It's perfect how God had put it. The New Testament puts it like this. I mean, the NLT, I'm sorry. The New Living Translation puts it. Baptize them into the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Baptize them into. They're immersed into the fullness of God. So I wanted you guys to just grab a hold of that very important point. Put right there on the top of the point where you're writing. That's important. Okay? Point number two. Immersion. Now we're going to the text. Immersion represents our death to sin. Whoever gets in the water, what that baptism means is that you're dying with Christ. You're dying to sin. The Bible says all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death. Yeah, we've been baptized into his death. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death. Here's a very important point. You have to die so that Christ can raise you up to live. Your old self has to die so that Christ can raise you up to live in him. I am thankful to Jesus that 24 years ago, I died with Christ. That old person, you know, people say, I remember, I, I had this one guy, I'm not kidding you. He probably said the F word about 30 times in a matter of about 30 minutes or 10 minutes. He was, I went to this place, and he was talking to me. He said, I know you, but he was saying, I F and know you. And you can fill in the blank. I know you. I know who you are. 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 No, you, he knew who I was. But that person died with Christ. There has to be a death that takes place in our life. In baptism, you die with Christ so that you can live for Christ. Later on, Paul writes in, in verse 6, he writes this. He says, knowing this that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin and how many of us have a body of sin All right we have a body we have a body that, that in the flesh we have a body that we live with that has to be crucified amen it has to be cru- it has to be put to death it uh, says so that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin can I tell you, there's a lot of good programs all over the, all over the place. There's a lot of good programs that, help, that try to help people maintain, their whether it's addiction or whether it's all kinds of things. There's a lot of good programs, but can I tell you, every single one of those is a Band-Aid unless you die to sin with Christ. You need the power of Jesus to work in you and work through you. Point number three, immersion. When you go immersion means to be dipped under. That, that's what that's what uh, I'm sorry. Ba- baptized, the the Greek word baptizo means to dip under to be fully fully immersed. In fact, you can say like to uh, a fabric when they put the dye on the fabric they they they. Baptizo, that's what they used to say in, 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 that, in, that, uh, in that time period. They would baptizo the fabric so that it would get all of the color in it. So when you get baptized, you get all of God. That's what the picture is. You, you die with Christ, all of you. Ain't that beautiful? But immersion best illustrates also Resurrection. The Bible says, as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. That's Romans 6, 4b and and, and 5b. So he's, he's saying, not only do you die with Christ, but you're also going to be raised with Christ. That's exactly what a baptism does. You go into the water, you go into his death, you come out of the water, and you come out of in the power of his resurrection. How many of of us know that religion, religion will keep us trying to appease God by working, 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 and it's empty? Philosophy will keep you guessing. Your faith in Christ will make you alive. If you grab a hold of the fact that you were were this person that was full of sin, that you were this person that was uh, just, you just needed so much help, and that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for you, and that death was for your complete sinfulness, everything, past, present, future, he died for everything, and that you have complete forgiveness And that when you trust in him, not only are you trusting in him, but he gives you the Holy Spirit to live in you. The third person of the Godhead to fill you so that you don't live by yourself anymore. You have God walking with you and living with you. It changes your life forever. And for someone to say, I don't need to get baptized, is a contradiction to our faith in Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is our example. But I got baptized as a baby. No, you didn't. You did not. You did not walk up to get baptized. You did not make a decision. But you don't understand, I've had, or I hear people say, well, I was baptized, and I'm just gonna throw some things out because maybe they don't understand. I was baptized Uh, I was baptized a Baptist, or I was baptized, I'm going to throw some things out, a Catholic, or I was baptized. Well, Don't try to be baptized a Baptist or a Catholic. Why don't you be baptized for Jesus? Right? Why don't you put all the other stuff and do it for Christ? We count ourselves uh, Romans six eleven. we count ourselves dead to sin because we are alive to God. Have you ever, when, when that sin is coming at you, when you're, when you're struggling, and all of us get tempted, and I'll tell you, the, the more you walk with God, the greater the temptations. But when you count yourself dead to sin, and alive to God, you say, Lord, I'm coming before you. These things, are be- these things are trying to grab me. These things are trying to take me down, Lord God. I'm going to choose to crucify those because I am alive in Christ. Nothing greater than that. Point number four. Baptism, it represents your new life in Christ. Not only does when you get baptized, do you die with Christ? Not only are you raised with Christ, but you have a new start and a new life with Christ. It's like an announcement saying, you're new. You're new. You're not the same person anymore. It's like the heavens say, he's new, she's new. They're not not the same person anymore. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death so that we might walk in newness of life. You can walk in the newness of life. Can I tell you, we would love to baptize you for Christ and for his glory. I love the way that, that the, the message paraphrase puts it. It says, this is what baptism into the life of Jesus means. When we are lowered into the water, it's like a burial of Jesus, or it's like the burial of Jesus. When we are raised up out of the water, it's like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into a light, light, light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new grace, sovereign country. You want to see in the darkness? You need God to turn on the light. And can I tell you, the light that he turns on will illuminate his grace. It will illuminate all the goodness of God. So you may be here this morning And God wants to give you a new perspective. He wants to give you a new life that are filled with his blessing. He wants for you to get a new hope, a new reality. Everything's going to change in heaven and on earth the day you put your faith in Jesus what a beautiful thing when you say I'm taking the next step in getting baptized you know when Peter preached his first sermon there were so many people listening thousands upon thousands upon thousands and 3,000 of all those thousands said what must we do Peter looked at them and he said this. He said, change your life. Turn to God, which is repent, and be baptized. Each of you in the name of Jesus Christ, so your sins will be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I want to invite you. I'm going to get really bold today. I want everyone to just bow your head. I want to invite you, if you haven't, I want to invite you to say, Jesus, I need you to be priority in my life. Jesus, I I want to place my faith in you. I want to give you my heart, and I want to give you my love. That's you today, I just want you to raise your hand and I just want to celebrate that you're saying, Jesus, I just want for you to be the soul. You lead me. Yes, I see your hand bro. Praise God. I just want you to guide me and direct me. I see your hands over there. Praise God for that. Is there anyone else that you're here and you're saying, you know what, I want to put Jesus first. I want to make him the Lord of my life. I see your hand in the back. Praise God for that. It's between you and God. It's the greatest decision you'll ever make. Now, the next thing that I I, want to say is, I'm going to invite you to get baptized. If you haven't been baptized, can we say this by biblical, you can look at me real quick, by biblical immersion, the way that Jesus got baptized, the way that every person in the Bible got baptized, I want to invite you to do that, to take that step. That could be here today. We we have shorts in the back. We've got shirts. If you want to get baptized, you say, you know what? I want to get baptized. We can do that. You know, it's it's crazy to me that in biblical times, you know, the 3,000, they didn't say, well, I I, I can't get baptized because I didn't bring the right clothes. (laughs) You know? But that's that's where we live, right? That's where we live in society. They just said, I want to get baptized. And they went in their tunic and they got baptized. But, you know, we live in a different day. But if you're here today, can I do this again? Can I just have you bow your head? <laughs> What's this pastor doing? Is he crazy? He's crazy. If you want to get baptized, will you raise your hand and say, I want, I'm one that wants to get baptized. If you haven't been baptized, maybe everyone in here has been baptized by immersion. Maybe everyone's walking with the Lord. And that's okay. You can look at me again. I don't want to embarrass anybody. I know that there's someone in here, my spirit tells me there's someone in here that you're taking that next step with Jesus. You wouldn't be here if God didn't bring you. And I know your heart's being stirred even to get baptized because you heard what the Bible says. It's not, It doesn't matter what I say. What does the Word of God say? You're not going to get baptized. Let me say something. We have never baptized of the four hundred and thirty people that we baptize at Living Word Chapel. We've never baptized into Living Word Chapel. We baptize them into Jesus. They did go to church anywhere else that Jesus has preached. It's not about a church. It's about the Savior, Jesus Christ. So let's pray. Father, I am so thankful for every person here. What a good God you are. You care so much about people. You care about everybody, Lord. But right now, Father, I just want to narrow it down to us that person that's listening to this prayer. I pray, Lord God, for the Holy Spirit to fill the heart. Holy Spirit, we ask you to fill hearts with comfort, with peace, with your presence. Let us know that you're God. us leave here walking different because we've been in fellowship with you today for someone on the podcast lord god if they're maybe they're driving or maybe they're listening at home i pray again lord god that you touch them i pray that you speak to them that you confirm your word that i preached to them this week and that you too on the podcast, that you'll take a next step, that you'll say, Jesus, I'm going to surrender my life to you. I'm going to follow you. And I'm going to take the next step of baptism. There are churches all over the United States that would baptize you right now. So we'll be very careful right now, all of us together, to give glory to the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit in the name that is above all names, the name of Jesus of Nazareth.